tuned into Breaking the Mask of Depression with your host, Diva with Depression. Welcome to Breaking the Mask of Depression, Black, Brown, and Broken. Hey, y'all. We changed our game up a little bit. You noticed? I wanted to have a name that reflected on what I truly want the podcast to be about. If we're breaking generational traumas, we may as well go ahead and break them damn mass too. So I hope you like it. I have been podcasting for a little bit now and I I just wanted to switch things up so it would more reflect what I'm talking about. Um, I I want us to come from behind those masks, not just stay there and function and act like we're not in pain and we're not hurting. So if we break them all together, that gives us the freedom to be who we are and share our experiences and proceed to heal. So let's get into today's topic. topic. It's a yucky one, something that not everybody talks about, but you know me, if nobody talks about it, I'm going to talk about it. Meds suck. You heard what I said. They suck. All medications suck. I know people hate to take medication. I know I'm a toddler. Like, I hate to take liquid medications. (laughs) I just hate taking them. And I know some people are just against medications altogether. Or they would rather have natural alternatives to medication. But today, I'm going to talk about mental illness medications. And mental illness medications, let me tell y'all, they suck times five. I mean, whew, I listen, the stories, the stories, the stories. And in, I had my first breakdown in 2006 and we're in 2022. So in 16 years, I think that I am an authority on mental illness medications. I can um, tell you that I've taken loads and loads of them and I uh, I have stories for each and every one of them, if I can remember them. Sometimes I don't remember them. Um, and even if I don't remember the name, I remember the side effects. That's how brutal it could be. So, you know, I'm not going to name any meds. Like I said, I'm not a doctor, no ABCs, no PhDs. So I'm not going to name meds. I'm not going to, you know, be specific about meds because I don't want to you know, get any backlash for anything. I'm truly, truly just going off of my experience with medications. Now, meds can stop you from dying, of course. You know, you can take heart medication, you can take blood pressure medication, you can take diabetes medication. These medications can stop you from dying, of course. That doesn't make them any better, (laughs) you know. So when I first got sick. I went to this, I think that I share this story all the time. I went to this psychiatrist that was recommended to me and um, he wasn't the best. And he would just sit there and he would just prescribe medications. You know, it didn't matter if I came in and I said one wasn't working, he'd just prescribe another one. He wouldn't question why it wasn't working or say, you know, let's give it some extra time. There was no discussion. He just kept writing scripts. And so, He gave me this one medication that 
I forgot what it was for. I'm thinking that it may have been for insomnia, which has been pretty severe for years. And I took the medication and one night I had a paralysis of some sort. I learned later that it's called a grand mal seizure. But what it was is that I was laying in bed and I can open my eyes and I can see and hear everything, but I could not talk and I could move my body. And the ambulance had to come. They had to rush me to the hospital. And thank goodness by the time, um, you know, some time passed, I was able to get back to normal. But after that incident, I learned that I had to research every medication that someone gave me because we cannot depend on the doctors to just, you know, look into our history, look to see what side effects can be, because that that's a severe, I mean, if you're in sleep paralysis or grand mal seizure, I mean, and especially when I learned later that Tina Marie, the singer Tina Marie died from a grand mal seizure, I was like completely, completely boggled. Like, how could you not recognize that this medication does not agree with everyone? But that's the type of quack he was. So, you know, when you go to the medication, when you when you go to the pharmacy and they give you the medication and, you know, most of the little bottles say on the side, you know, may cause dizziness, but may cause drowsiness. And then they give you the 15 page pamphlet <laughs> in the bag. Make sure you always read the, the 15 page pamphlet. And if you don't read the pamphlet, just try to go on Google and just see what the side effects are, see what the major side effects are see if, what the minor side effects are and you know you can sort of tell you know your body better than anybody and you can just tell from reading what might really you know get to you or not you know but make sure that you start researching because you just you don't want it to be a tragic ending you know because of a medication now for most illnesses, there are medications that are specific for that illness. If you have high blood pressure, there's a high blood pressure medication. If you have diabetes, there's a diabetic, diabetic medication. But for mental illness, no, why should that be easy? <laughs> we have to have 52 medications per illness. So there are multiple, multiple medications for mental illness conditions. So there are antidepressants, there are antipsychotics, there are tranquilizers and sleeping pills, and there are mood stabilizers. And I'll get into this a little bit later, but there could be times when you're taking one of all four at a time. You know, so um, I remember when I was inpatient, outpatient in 2018, I had a doctor there and he explained it to me the best way that I had ever heard in ever. And so he said that with my TRD, which is treatment resistant depression, um, my, my starting point is zero miles per hour. And so it will take one medication to at least get me up to 30 miles per hour. And that could be that medication. It could be the highest dosage of medication number one to get me to 30 miles per hour. And then there'll be a second medication that will get me from 30 to 60 miles per hour. And that's medication number two could be at the highest dosage. 
and then there'll be a third medication that will ground me at 60 miles per hour. So we want to have medication number three will level me out. And then we'll add number four because it's possible that one, two, and three will affect energy levels, will affect concentration levels, will affect production. So we're going to take number four which will be sort of an upper, a, a, product, a productivity medication, um, something to give you energy, something to keep you awake, something to keep you going. So that's four medications that I can take at their highest dosage at one time. Isn't that something? You know, but, and, and it was, it was scary and it was enlightening that he decided to use that analogy because it made sense. You know, that as you can be very ill at one point and your starting point is zero, you know, and some days I feel like I'm below zero. Once you start combining uh, the different illnesses that I have, I'm below zero, zero. So it can take, oh, God knows what to get me to a 30. And if listen on so, some days, I'm, I'm happy to get to a 30, you know, just to be able to do something. But, you know, that you have, um, a SSRI, which works for your antidepressant. It could be an anxiety um, medication. And, you know, that balances out your serotonin levels. And when your levels of serotonin are too low, then that can cause depression. If your dopamine levels are low, those are your happy hormones. And they're not regulated. And that can contribute to your depression. Now, once again... I'm not a doctor, so I'm giving you my, you know, translation, but you can look up these terms, SSRI, serotonin, and dopamine, and you can uh, look them up on Google and see what they specifically mean, um, but but those are my little nicknames, the happy drug and the, the, the depression, the, the happy hormone, I'm sorry, and the depression hormone, um, but the, these two regulate your moods and your emotions and so when these are off that's when your mental illness sets in and that's when the medication steps in so like I said in the beginning meds can stop you from dying but meds can also stop you from living because if you think about it let's take medication number one that gets me from zero to 30 and I'm at the highest dosage let's say 300 milligrams for that. And so you open up the pamphlet or you go on Google and you see the side effects and there are seven side effects just for medication one. And so then you have medication two, which has seven more side effects. Now that they could be a common side effect or it could be a totally different side effect, but either way, that's four medications that I'm taking, and that's 28 side effects possibly. You know, if they share, if they share a side effect, then okay, fine. Let's just say that I have 20 side effects. And those are the side effects that are normal. <laughs> you know, I put that in quotes, um, normal. There's also another line that says, you know, severe side effects. And if, and if you start having these side effects, then make sure you stop the medication and contact your doctor right away. I don't even, I'm not even going to discuss those today. I'm just talking about the regular side effects. So it's possible for me 
at any given time on any given day to take four medications that have seven side effects per medication. So I could have 28 side effects at a time per day. And what if I have to take that medication twice a day? So you get where I'm going. So although they can stop you from dying, they can also stop you from living because the side effects for mental illness medications, guys, listen, they're brutal. You know, that's the only word that I can give. You know, some people function and they take them and, and they're fine. Or, you know, after the four to six week probation period, the side effects level out. And, and you're right, that's possible. But there are some that can just linger for the whole life of the medication, the whole time that you're taking the medication. And some of those medications, you know, I just, I remember one time I was taking a medication, a tranquilizer. Um, and this is at the beginning of 2007, I believe. I was taking this tranquilizer because my sleeping was just, I, I was up for 36 hours at a time and I remember sitting there with my kids and they were talking to me and I was answering them and all that was coming out was dribble you know like I had no I was just blab blabbling babbling babbling they, they couldn't even understand what I was saying because the tranquilizer had me so messed up that I couldn't even speak clearly um, and so although that is you know that's a horrible side effect it's not out of the norm because you can have some of these severe side effects to these medications so four meds we're going to stick to me me having four meds but you know 28 side effects and so what are the side effects usually I'll take one med if I go online right now and I look up one of the medications that I take, the medication, the side effect can be dizziness, it could be drowsiness, it could be dry mouth, it could be constipation or diarrhea, it could be dry eyes, it could be full, you know, full appetite, no appetite. Those are the different side effects that you're going to get. And so, you have to, you know, just really look and see what is something that, you know, there are some medications that I look at um, and, you know, let's just be honest, I'm overweight. So if I, if the doctor goes to prescribe a medication for me and that medication says that weight gain is one of the top five, three to five side effects, I'm not taking it because there's no way that I can afford to gain that extra weight because listen you gain an extra 10 pounds and that adds an extra 10 pounds to your depression let's just put that out there because I know for me weight gain and weight problem contributes to my mood so I'm not taking it and there is one medication out there I'm not going to name names but if anybody ever wants to ask me privately <laughs> um, there is one out there that is notorious for weight gain and I took this medication and, and I didn't re research it beforehand and the doctor gave it to me and I swear to you I gained at least seven to ten pounds in three weeks 
and I refused to take it anymore. I told him I'm not taking it anymore. And anytime somebody brings up this medication, I'm like, no way. There's no way I'm taking that medication. So, you know, you read the bottles, you read the pamphlet, and you determine what you want to live with and what you don't want to live with. It's not up to anybody else. And always remember that. It's not up to anybody else. It's up to you. Um, nausea may be a side effect that I can deal with, but nausea may be a side effect that someone else can't deal with. So you have to determine what you can deal with. So, you know, I'm going to give you, I'm going to show you some examples of, you know, what, I'm break down what I'm talking about. So medication one has the nausea, the insomnia, the constipation, the low sex drive, and the dry mouth. Medication number two has shaking, numbness, brain fog, and insomnia. Medication number two, number three, has drowsiness, blurred vision, you're weak, you're tired, you have heart palpitations. Um, medication one and three has weight gain and high blood pressure. Medication number three has... Um, Let's see, uh, you stay awake constantly. Insomnia is a side effect. Are you terrified yet? <laughs> this is this is our life. You know, this is why I always say you cannot judge what someone is going through because if you have to live with this type of, these type of side effects with your medication and you have to function daily, you know, imagine being a parent, imagine being a full-time worker, just imagine trying to function through all of this. It, it's it's a beast. It is a beast. So, whew. and so you can pick apart any of these these side effects. And some of them, you know, you read that bottle and it says dizziness and drowsiness, drowsiness, and you're like, yeah, I could deal with that. I mean, hell, Benadryl has dizziness and drowsiness, so I can deal with that. Then you get to constipation or diarrhea. Hmm. Well, maybe I can deal with that. You know, if I'm constipated, I'll drink a little extra water. You know, if there's diarrhea, then, you know, I'll try to deal with that. All right. So then let's get down to some of the, the stuff that we don't want to deal with. How about blurred vision? Now, I can tell you that my vision has just sunk to the depths of hell since all of this started because of dry eyes, because of blurred vision, um, it's affected my contacts, it's affected my night vision. Um, and, you know, some of it, of course, comes with aging and some of it comes from, you know, just regular problems. But you have to be aware that depression and bipolar disorder and all of these mental illnesses do indeed affect your physical health. So it's it goes without saying that the illness and some of these medications can bother your eyesight. The weakness and the tiredness, they can be minor or they can be intense to the point where getting up out of bed is just, it, it's a chore to just get up and out of bed and go to, back to the bathroom, let alone having to get up out of bed and get your kids ready or get to go to work and function and talk to people, it's it's a lot, you know, and it's hard for anyone to do, let alone someone that's not operating at full capacity. So 
you know, that is brutal. Now, then when you get down to the sexual dysfunction, I know nobody wants to talk about this, but this is a thing. And not only is it a thing, it is a huge ass thing that you will struggle with your libido while on these medications. Don't let anybody tell you any different (laughs) because it is real. And I'm not just telling you from my experience. I'm telling you from talking to people over the past 16 years. I'm talking about doctors who, thank God, keep it real with you and tell you the real untold stories about some of the side effects. You will struggle with your libido. And I've not taken a poll, so I don't know how long it lasts. Um, but I, I will tell you that it affects both men and women and You have to, number one, be honest with your doctor. If this is something that you, this is something that you just refuse to deal with, then make sure that you let your doctor know. If you do decide to go along with taking the medication and this is one of your side effects, you just have to communicate with your partner um, and let them know. And it's not just mental illness medications that affect libido. I mean, blood pressure medications, um, the diabetes. Diabetes medications, all sorts of water pills. I mean, all sorts of medications affect your libido. A lot of medications, it's really just a, a matter of a period of time that it does, and then it starts to fade away. Some mental health drugs, it does not fade away. This is a long-term side effect of the medication. So research that um, if this is one of your hell no, <laughs> I ain't doing it. Um, type of side effects, but but it is something that we have to be vocal about, and we have to um, listen. It's important. It's important. It's just as important as the, the constipation and diarrhea. Let's keep it real, <laughs> you know. So make sure that you talk to your doctor and you talk to your partner about it, and make them aware that that's one of your side effects. Um, insomnia. I'm going to do a whole show. I promise you on insomnia because this is something that has affected me all my life. And it is when people tell you that um, insomnia will kill you, insomnia can kill you because having no sleep affects your heart. It affects your your production levels. It affects your weight. It affects your it it affects so much. And, And I had no idea until a couple of years ago how much lack having a lack of sleep can harm your body. So I'm I'm really going to do a whole show about it because um, it's hell. It, it, it is real hell not being able to go to sleep. So be aware that especially anxiety medications and the uppers that I call them, but, you know, medications that sort of keep you awake and, and give you energy those medications can cause severe insomnia, especially if you don't take them at the right time during the day. So make sure that that is something that you're discussing with your doctor also, because um, you don't want that to be a side effect. Good Lord, you don't want that that to be a side effect. So those are those are some side effects that of these mental illness medications that they talk about. You know, those are things that, you know, you you see on TV and um, 
the doctor will tell you is a general. But I want to tell you about some little discussed issues. I already told you about the dry eyes, dry skin. The dry skin can be so severe that you can put a bottle of, of Vaseline on and you will still have flaky skin or ashy skin. That's something that they don't talk about. So try to find ways, if you do decide to, to take these medications long term, try to find ways to combat that. I um, started getting medic uh, lotions for diabetics because that there's a there's something in it that helps with the dry skin. I'm not saying that it eliminates it, but it does help it more than, you know, um, maybe a, a regular brand of lotion. So that's something that I try to use to combat the dry skin and the flakiness and the rash also that can come along with it. Um, keep A&D ointment, <laughs> you know, buy um, anti-itch cream because they, you it just breaks you out sometimes. It doesn't matter. Your, your body becomes so sensitive that anything can set you off. And it could be something that will make your skin itch for a day. And then the next day it goes away. So dry skin and rashes are common. Loss of vision, I already told you. Dry eyes. Um, but, but the loss, the severe loss of vision, that's that's another thing. You know, I know that. I can't drive at night like I used to, and, and I used to rip and run down the roads <laughs> at night. I, my night vision is horrible now, and I don't know if it's ever going to come back. Um, so that's something that they don't talk about. And I've been to many eye doctors, and they tried to contribute it to other things. But I think last year was the first time that an eye doctor really sat down and told me that taking these medications over a period of time can definitely reduce your vision. So be aware of that. Brittle nails. I have always had long nails. I, they just grow. I No work, no nothing. Now they get to a point and they still get pretty long, but they break off. You know, they're not as healthy as they used to be. Um, the white spots under your nails, that's something that comes from, that, that could be a side effect of the medication. So that's something to pay attention to, especially if you're somebody that goes to get acrylic nails or gel nails. You know, just pay attention to that because your normal nails are not getting enough oxygen and air to grow. So you don't want to put on put something on top of it that will hinder it more and, and destroy your nail bed. So, you know, just pay attention to that. Hair loss. I had a lot of shedding. You know, and I have hair that it, it grows like a weed. I, I'm not bragging. I'm just telling you. I, I hate combing hair, so definitely not bragging. <laughs> but um, I have hair that grows like a weed. I do. I did notice over the years that the shedding would come. It did thin out in some places over the years, and it came back. Um, your temples, you know, your your edges can start to be affected, and so that's something that you should be aware of and you know I don't know how important hair is to everybody you know um, I've had periods where I wore wigs I've had periods where I wore braids I've had periods where I shaved all my hair off you know and and I just 
because I just got tired of the the different stages, you know, so that's something that you should pay attention to. I'm not saying that it's automatic. I'm not saying that it's going to be drastic. I'm just saying that if you notice that you're having hair loss and, and shedding, look into the medication that you're taking and see if that is something that could be affecting it. And one of the biggest ones for me is dental problems. Medications, mental illness medications cause severe dry mouth. And I haven't met anybody that has told me otherwise. That it's, I mean, you're drinking constantly, trying to keep, just just trying to keep it moist and, and just try to feel normal. Um, and the dry mouth causes a buildup on your tongue. Um, and sometimes it causes a, an overproduction of mucus. And it's just gross. And all of these things affect your teeth. And I can tell you firsthand that um, my dental my dental problems are severe because of it. Um, one, you know, one thing that we don't discuss is, is hygiene as it relates to mental illness. And you may not want to get up and take a shower. You may not want to get up and brush your teeth. Not brushing your teeth is so common in the mental illness community. I know that some people think that's disgusting, but shit, that's what it is. You know, not taking a shower may be disgusting, but shit, that's what it is. And so, of course, you know, if you're not brushing your teeth, then they're not healthy. But then when you add the dry mouth and the, the buildup of bacteria or whatever on your, your tongue and your gums, all of this causes your teeth to start to deteriorate. It starts to cause your gums to have um, bacteria and illness and you could start losing your teeth, which is where I'm at right now. <clears throat> so I am telling you that it is a major problem and doctors do not tell you about that. And I have not read many books that talk about it either, but I'm letting you know that that is a huge side effect. Um, I start, I have for years have had a tongue cleaner. Um, you can get it for a dollar at the Dollar Tree. Um, I recently found stainless steel ones on Amazon and that's what I use to make sure that I clean off my tongue every single day and, you know, make sure that I clean my gums off every single day and after meals um, because it's a significant problem. And, you know, if you can if you have to take these medications and if you can, just make sure that you stay on top of your dental care um, or do your best to make sure that your mouth stays cleaned out. I found that the tongue cleaner is excellent because it does take a lot away of the buildup and it helps with the dry mouth. Um, I know most people will say when they get dry mouth or when they get thirsty, they guzzle water, but we're not all the same, <laughs> you know. Some of us grab a Coke, some of us grab juice, and some of us grab, you know, whatever. That doesn't matter the sugar content, and we already know that the sugar content can affect your teeth. So no judgment here because I'm struggling with it, and I'm being honest with you. Um, that's one of the reasons why most of you don't see me doing videos and taking pictures because that's something that um, has really affected me, um, has been a severe side effect of my depression. And it embarrasses me and I'm ashamed and um, 
I, I don't want anybody else to go through that. You know, so put that at the top of your list of side effects that you don't want to deal with. Um, because it, it um, you know, when you can't smile, you know, we live with, we live with some of the darkest illnesses in the world. We live through some of the darkest days of our lives. And then when you have a day when it's sunny outside and something good happens and you want to smile and you can't smile because you're embarrassed about the state of your teeth, true story, you know, that hurts. So that is something that um, I want to put out there and, and lay on you and I want you to get ahead of that if you decide that you're going to stay on your medications. So that is my that is my list <laughs> of um, horror stories about medication. Um, I will say to you this. I have had two periods where and recently last year in November, October, November, I stopped taking all of my medications, everything, because I for about six to eight months, I was severely sick and nobody could find out what was wrong with me. So I said, fine, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to stop all of my medications and we're going to start from the beginning. And that was the second time that I have done that. Stop taking everything. And I can tell you that I noticed a difference and I'm not ashamed to say that I may have to take uh, mental illness medications for the rest of my life because I just haven't found a way to regulate myself without it. So if you find yourself needing it, don't be ashamed to need it. Um, don't listen to people who, you know, you know, those people out there that say, oh, I, God, I don't take medication. That's poison for your body. Well, fuck it. You know, so is so are donuts and, you know, so is air at this point, you know, in the world we're living in. Nobody else has to live with this bullshit but you. And so you have to do what you have to do to take care of you. Um, let, let's just ignore all the naysayers. There are some holistic and natural alternatives to medications. Depending on the level of your illness, they may work. I know for myself, I have tried natural remedies and they don't work because they don't help treatment resistant depression. But I have seen people take natural herbs for anxiety, natural herbs for sleep, and it has helped them. Um, but they had a lower level of depression than I did. So that's something that you can look into, but also make sure you talk to your doctor about it and just make sure that it doesn't, you know, counteract what you're doing. Um, there are days when these medications can make you feel like a zombie. They can make you feel worse than the illness. They, like I said, they can stop you from living, uh, your, your best life. <laughs> I will say that. Um, but the flip side of it is, is that some of us can't live without it. And we just have to do what we have, can do to combat the side effects. And, you know, there are lots of times when I want to shove it all down the toilet. I'm going to be honest with you guys. It, it really, um, it really just bugs me, especially since sometimes the shelf life for some of these drugs is three months to six months and then you have to change. And, you know, when you're living with treatment resistant depression, 
you could be changing every six weeks, you know, and or you could if your anxiety goes higher, you can change after six months or it could stop working after six months. I mean, it's just such a hit or miss. And that's just how the science world and the pharmaceutical world is is really getting over because they need to find one pill per illness instead of 65 pills per illness because this is killing me. But, you know, I I have faith that um, I'm trying to have faith that in the future they will come out with some, you know, one pill for depression and one pill for anxiety and one pill for bipolar disorder. And um, and that'll work. You know, I want to be like those commercials. You see those commercials where they show people skipping through the damn fields and, you know, taking their medication and they're skipping and skipping. I can tell you that I've been doing this, you know, nonstop for 16 years and I ain't skipped through shit yet. Um, <laughs> the meds suck. Okay. Um, but there, you know, there are happy spaces and, you know, you get to a place where they are working enough for you to smile, enough for you to breathe, enough for you to, to socialize, enough for you to work and, and see the light. And for me, if I find a medication that can do those things for me and it lasts six weeks or it lasts six months, I'm a happy camper because I'm going to have to, I just take the burst when I can and um, just appreciate it while you can and just be open and honest with the people around you. You know, if you cannot do things in the morning because you're still groggy from your nighttime medication, then let people know that you're going to schedule in the afternoon. If you, you know, can't hang out at night because you need to get home and take your night meds, then let people know. And yeah, some people are going to talk shit, but so what? You know, you have to work it how you need to work it. Um, sometimes it helps to take your medications at night, and in that way the side effects won't be as severe. You know, you'll be sleeping through the madness. Um, but find what works for you. Again, be very, very vocal with your doctor. Be very, very honest with your doctor. Be honest with yourself. Be honest with your family and friends because you want everyone to be aware of what's going on with you so they can protect you and they can help you. And, um, you know, we need help to keep, to keep fighting and to keep going. Again, I'm going to let tell you that you're always welcome to email me or message me on one of my social media platforms. Like I said, I won't name names of medication, you know, publicly because I, I don't know how that works. <laughs> you know, I'm new to the game, but I will, if you have a question about something specific and I know the answer or I can give you some feedback, I will be glad to do it or be glad to point you in the direction of finding out the information about whatever medication or side effect that may be plaguing you. But don't be scared to do the research. Um, but I forget before I even stop, another great, great resource is the pharmacist. I have amazing pharmacists. And so if I have a question about a medication, they do not hesitate to discuss it with me. And if they can't answer me on the spot, they always get back to me the next day or the day after that. So that's another great resource about um, medications and interactions. So don't forget them.
But I want to thank you for joining me today. I hope that this wasn't too much information on your head. Um, I, I just like to make sure that I give you the real information behind the scenes. You know, I like I keep talking about the, the commercial about people skipping through daisies. This, this these diseases don't let us skip through daisies and these medications don't allow us to skip through daisies. So I, I want to make sure that you are aware and I make, that you're not gut punched when, <laughs> when you're confronted with all of this. Um, I truly appreciate all the love and support from everyone. Please share the show. Uh, we need to get louder about these topics. I, I, I would love, you know, for everyone to start to listen. And I, I'm not concerned with numbers. I'm not concerned about notoriety. I just want our communities to start to take a lead in discussing these these topics. We're now available on most platforms, so you can log in and listen anytime. Thank you to Illumination Media and Technology for checking us out. Follow them on social media. Hire him. Listen, he's the best. You know, so go out there and search for him and and hire him for all your techie needs. Thank you to my advising, my advisory staff <laughs> for helping with um, my name change and, and you know, the image of the show. So thank you to Lynn and Tony and Lauren for helping me out. Always remember that I get you and I got you and I need for you to keep fighting. I would miss you if you weren't here. Love to all and stay safe and stay well. Take care. Sometimes I realize that